Welcome, everybody, and that's right, it's a day. It's the Belmont, and that's right, it's me, the object of your affection, the man that points you in the right direction, the D-O-double-G, Randall Johnson. I'm alongside the woman of the hour, the woman with the power, too sweet to be sour, Mrs. Big News, Sarah Marie. And if you can see, we have another guy up here, and if you don't know, he's Delaware smooth as ice, so good they named him twice, Tom and Tom. And the truck stop burrito, Adrian Rod. <laughs> Welcome to the Belmont Show, everybody. Good Woo! to see you. So we're excited to bring on three guests for you today. We have horse owners. We have a guy who's like a computer. Put in numbers. He's a numbers guy. You put in the system. He's got a system. And he's going to tell us about that system. And we have a guy that's a handicapping champion. Works with Vegas. Does all sorts of sports. But he's won championships in handicapping. So, buckle your seatbelts. Let's talk about the Belmont. All right, we promise you great guests, and this is probably our best guest, right? I think it's yeah, our best guest. Absolutely, yeah. it's our best guest. That's right. He is the West Coast wise guy, Jeff Hockman. That's right. He is a handicapping champion. He works with Vegas all the time. He does his picks. He's won multiple handicapping championships. You know, he's known for hockey. He's known for basketball. I know he's a horseman. I know he's there. He does this for a living. So basically, I'm saying he has nothing better to do than sit around <laughs> and handicap, which is fantastic and good for him. But that means he's going to have a lot of stats, a lot of knowledge. Jeff, thanks for coming on. And let's get right into it. How's this race going to play out here? Well, first off, I see your show a lot. You know, I'm big fans of you guys. And thanks for having me on the show. I'm tossing two horses completely off my ticket. I think they got no shot. It's pretty obvious. Number two, Skippy Longstocking. Number seven, Golden Glitter. Number eight, Barber Road. I don't think he has a chance. Pretty good angle, however. Barber Road is taking the blinkers off today. John Ortiz, trainer John Ortiz, he wins 33% in that role. Pretty strong numbers. Positive jockey switch to Joel Rosario, who I am a big fan of. You know that. At the end of the day, I don't think Barber Road has enough class to win in this spot. Now, everybody wants to know probably Rich Strike. I don't like him. Her. Him. I don't like him. And I'll tell you why. Got a dream trip in the Kentucky Derby benefiting from a very fast speed duel between Epicenter and Zandon. I mean, they went really fast. He had never been worse than show in five of eight career starts. Two wins, three shows. He never finished second. This will be a completely different experience for Rich Strike. He had always run well at Churchill Downs. He broke his main there by 17 and a quarter lengths. I mean, we should have known, right? The problem, with that, the problem with that race was Rich Strike was entered on Friday. Nobody really got to handicap that horse. Mm -hmm. 80 to 1, right? I mean, if some people saw that he won by 17 and a half lengths at the track that he was going to run at, he would have got a little bit more play, I think. Yeah. Anyway, also... 
Belmont track yields deeper and heavier. You know that. They call it Big Sandy for a reason. I don't think he's going to like the track. I really don't. Check this out. This is crazy. Rich Strike has improving speed figures in six straight races. So how many things do you, how many wins do you think Rich Strike has in that streak? <laughs> Two. One. The Kentucky. Oh, well, six streak. Yeah, yeah. The Kentucky, right. So, I mean, if you see horses improving, improving speed figures in six straight races, don't you think they should have more than one win? Well, when you set a low bar. I mean, right. You know. yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, his speed figures were from 74, 76, 80, 84, like that. Mm-hmm. I know Ken Rudolph, our Ken Rudolph TBG, he guarantees Rich Strike to finish in the money. Maybe third. I think he finishes out of the money. I don't like him. All right. One positive, he beat 19 horses in the Kentucky Derby. He only faces seven today. He's off my ticket. I'm not using him. Next, we're going to go to my top choice. Number six, give me Mo Doganal, the son of Uncle Mo. Now, he broke awkward in the Kentucky Derby. He was well-beaten fifth. Before that, he was never worse than show. And it's almost like out of sight, out of mind, right? They, no one's seen Mo Donegal run since, uh, you know, when did he run? He ran, uh, I don't know. But Todd Pletcher, three Belmont Stake wins. Rags to Riches, of course, 2007. Palace Malice, 2013. And Taprit in 2017. Don't forget, Mo Donegal, he broke his maiden at Belmont. Seems to like it. Also has a third place finish there. Third race off the layoff, which is often a horse's best. The only negative I could find on Mo Donegal, he's never run on an off track. I think there's 40% chance of showers. Mm -hmm. 30 right now, yeah. yeah, I don't think think it'll be a complete washout. Um, So Mo Donegal bred for distance, as you know. Uncle Mo's progeny. Past five years. Dirt routes. Uncle Mo's progeny wins 20%. In the money 50% of the time, past five years. Check this out. The dam, Mo Doganal's dam, is calling Miss Brown. She's had one horse go to the track. Five starts, three wins, 60%. Mo Donegal wants to go long, will benefit from that long stretch at Belmont. And I think... He's going to win. Irad Ortiz and Pletcher are winning 28% together. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so he's my top choice to win, and I would include him if you are playing the pick four or pick fives. Another contender, of course, number one, We the People. He will be on my pick four or pick five ticket. I think he's going to come in place or show. Pratt was on Hot Rod Charlie last year. He finished second as well. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same type of ride he might have, too. Same type of ride, yeah. You know, and this is a high-variance horse. What I mean by that, 
We the People won the Peter Pan by 10 and a quarter lengths. Before that, he finished seventh by 13 and a quarter lengths in the Arkansas Derby. He does have three wins from four starts, including that grade three Peter Pan. He gets Flava Flav, who is no stranger to winning graded races. We know him pretty well. He used to ride out here full time. Mm-hmm. One for one on a wet track, so he'll benefit if it comes up on an off track. He'll get plenty of betting support. What do you think? Six to five, seven to five, maybe? I agree. I think he's going to be especially it's loan speed, loan speed, loan speed. That's yeah. all people, over here. Yeah, so people are yeah, people are gonna get fixated with the works too. He's yeah. been working, he's been working really well. So I think a bounce off that huge win is likely. And I think Mo Donegal has more of a foundation underneath him. He's got two more races. Mm-hmm. But I have to use number one, we the people, on my pick five or pick four ticket. Another horse to consider on the horizontal wager will be the Philly Nest. Eight to one, Jose Ortiz and Todd Pletcher. I mean, how many times do you see when an uncoupled horse entry the horse with the higher odds wins. How many times do you see that? Oh, a lot. Probably 65%. It's really at least. And it happens with Baffert a lot. Yeah. We know that. But with Baffert, you have a three to one shot and a you know a two to five shot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. So, like anytime a horse breaks their maiden in their first start, should be taken seriously. And Ness did just that. She was a runner-up in the Kentucky Oaks, and she has two graded stakes victories on her resume. One win and one second on an off track, so she'll benefit if there's any moisture in there. And it's her third race off a layoff, and I I just love that angle, third race off a layoff. It's worked well for me in the past. Potential long shot update uh, upset, excuse me. I think she can get, you know, second or third. I'm going to root for her. Definitely to be second or third because it ties into who I'm playing for winning place. So if the favorite runs third or out of the money, we'll get a nice place prize. And another one to consider, I would say, is number five, Creative Minister. Six to one, finished third in the Preakness. Kenny McPeak, he's a pretty good trainer. I mean, 20% win rate. In all stakes races, it's very impressive, and he's one for one on the dirt as well. I'm so, talking about a horse on an uptick. I mean, look at that! Like this would be five in a row goes over that number, which 123 is a high number um, for our time form. Form. I mean, that's a horse that's really just getting better. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. I really do. I was going to say, unless everybody comes out, and I think everybody has that idea. You might get an overlay here. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think eight, nine to one. I think I'm going to use them on my horizontal ticket for sure. I like it. Yeah. So this is this is what I'm playing. Pick four, pick fives. I'm using the one, the three, the six, and the five. So I'm vastly going against Rich Strike. And then... If you just want to play the race by itself, I would recommend Mo Dogonal to win and place. And let's hope the post-time favorite, which I don't think will be Mo Dogonal, 
will run out of the money. Don't you think it's kind of interesting that Mo Dogonal is five to two and Rich Strike is seven to two? Don't you think those two would be flipped? I, I, I guessed. I, I guessed when I did my original thing. I said four to one on Mo Donegal, and I thought Rich Strike would be around the same, if not lower, um, around four to one, whatever. I knew we the people was going to be the chalk. I knew that. Yeah. Just based on you know, just based on the last race and the works and well, flavor. Right. And, 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 and make, make the line on what the public's going to bet. You know he's going to take a lot of money because he won the Derby. Right. Like, automatically. And, I mean, obviously it was a good showing. So, yeah, I figured they'd set it lower. They're almost baiting people. It's almost like the soccer line to be like, you know. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be – I don't think we the people is going to be less than two to one. I don't think so either. I don't think – if that's the case yeah, – After his, his Peter Pan performance, people are going to, you know, highlight that race all over. Horse for the course. He – Killed that race at Belmont, winning by ten and what ten and a quarter lengths. For sure, like it's too yeah, obvious. They're gonna look at gonna they're gonna look at Golden Glider and um, Electability uh, and go, okay, right. <laughs> it's a problem too. Like, I mean, well, won by ten and a half. You should have won by ten and a half. I always thought Mo Dogginal was best suited for the Belmont Stakes. Like even after the Kentucky Derby, came in fifth, right? And I said, this is a this is a horse to bet for the Belmont. Well, he also has a big advantage of – I mean, he doesn't break. I mean, he's just a bad breaker. That was my other note. Yeah, he broke awkward. Yeah. It, but everybody in this race besides We the People is not a big breaker. So you can get away with it here. You can't get away with it a lot. Of, you can't get away with that in the Derby. You can't unless you get a perfect trip. Right, because there's so many horses. Yeah. 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 So with the smaller field, I think Mo Donegal will be four or fourth or fifth heading for home. And, you know, he's got a big time – Late kick. So clean trip, Mo Dogginal, win and place, horizontal wagers, number one, number six, the Philly, number three, and creative minister, number five. So four horses on my horizontal ticket. And then I'm playing Mo Dogginal, win and place. All right. I like Fantastic. That. All right. Yeah. All right. Jeff, tell everybody where they can – See you, get a hold of you, all that good stuff. Follow you. Let them know because I'm sure after, if this comes in, you're going to get flooded with everybody. <laughs> well, you were going to have me on for the Preakness and there was a scheduling conflict, right? And I had the winner. That would have been a good one to come on your show. <laughs> so early voting. I actually had the Kentucky Derby as well. I had the second place finisher at Percenter. So I got a nice place, uh, place prize with Rich Strike finishing it first. I got a little bit lucky there. So yeah, follow me on Twitter at JH Sports Line, my website since 1998, jhsportsline.com. I'm on many more websites, too many to list here. So that's about it. If you search my name in Google, you'll see all my stuff. There it is. Yeah, we'll put it up there. What you, yeah. say. you can find a lot on Google. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeff, thank you so much. So there yes, he is. Jeff, thank you. Jeff Hoffman. Thanks, Check thanks him for out. having me and good luck, everybody. I hope we win some money. There you go. Thank you, Jeff. Well, we tell you that we bring the best guests, and this is the bestest guestest <laughs> of them all. That's right. I wanted to go, right? best guest rhymes too much. Bestest guestest. Oh. All right. And you can see him there. That's Jeff Bessa yes. from Charting Horse Value. Now, I'm yes. going to say Charting Horse Value because I always say Charting Horse Values when I talk about you. It's Charting Horse Value. Remember that. Charting Horse Value. It's a, You can look it up at chartinghorsevalue.com. Yes. And he is, I'll just say, and I'll say it right away, before you hear his picks, know what he does. He is like 
a computer for horse racing. He's developed a program that he does where he plugs the numbers in. All the stuff that we look at a program we want to plug into from jockey trainer to pace uh, forms to uh, workout forms, everything that we all take, he plugs it in and it spits out something to him. It's what we all wish we could develop if we were smart enough, you guys out there. Trust mm -hmm. me. We wish we could do that. We always think about, oh, wouldn't it be great if there's a system? He made a system. So check it out. He's like, it's like if a computer could talk, but has a good personality. And listen, I'm glad my computer doesn't talk because I'd have to get rid of it. Uh, I mean, like, kill it. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, Jeff, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Absolutely. Always good to see you. You've been on the show before. Yeah. Always a pleasure. So let's get right into it. Jeff, how do you think this race is going to – well, first question, how is it going to break down for you? Well, I think um, definitely we the people is kind of the lone speed in the race and gets the rail drop, okay? Um, now, we the people ran awful in the Arkansas Derby. Now, people said he was washy before that race. Uh, and in fact, that's what the PP says. well. Um, and if you guys know the Belmont, you, uh, you're, you're in front of a gigantic crowd and I mean, I've been to the Belmont a couple of times. It's fantastic. Uh, there's a chance he could get worked up again, I think. And I also think that nest, uh, has very good tactical speed and will go with we, the people, uh, they're not going to go super fast, but you know, he's not going to be on an unchallenged lead. So I'm going to take my chance against We the People. That's my first thing. I'm no way I'm touching that horse at two to one. Although I do think that horse will drift up a little bit in odds, because um, I think uh, Mo Donegal is going to take some money. So I think Mo, Mo Donegal is the wise guy horse. Everyone likes him. But if you watch that Kentucky Derby, it's very hard to say that Mo Donegal ran a better race than Barbara Rope. I get watch it very closely. They both made the exact same move. Uh, Barbara Road was one length one one length further wide, and uh, they both came charging down the stretch pretty much the same. You could argue that Rich Strike, Barbara Road, and Mo Donegal all kind of ran the same race, took advantage of that hot pace in the Derby, um, and but Rich Strike got that great trip, was able to duck down in the middle, saved a ton of ground. That was the difference in the victory. All three of them kind of ran the same race in the Derby. Uh, but Mo Don but Barbara Rhodes' price is going to be 10 to 1. Okay. And I think, you know, maybe it'll come down a little bit, but I don't, I, I don't, I'm not sure. So I like Barbara Road a lot at 10 to 1. I'm going to play against Rich Strike, play against Mo Donago, play against We the People, playing against all the short prices. I'm keying in on the next set of horses underneath Barbara Road, Ness, especially. I think Ness is much better horse than people think eight to one incredible pedigree going to get a stocking trip next to we, the people might make a run open up and then create a minister. You know, Kenny McPeak has been really high in this horse, stuck this horse into the Preakness off of, uh, an allowance victory two weeks earlier. Horse ran a bang up race was third. I touted this horse huge on my video that I did um, ran a couple of lengths behind epicenter and uh, early voting who, you know, arguably are the two best three-year-olds in racing. And uh, so I think those are the three horses. If I was going to play serial wagers, I'm going to use three, five, and eight. And uh, 
hope to beat all the chalk. I think the chalk is uh, over bet here. And uh, I mean, that's my first take. I, I know I gave a lot of information there, but that's, that's kind of how I'm seeing it. Yeah, that, no, that's perfect. I was going to break down and what and what you're playing. That's that's great. Um, no, and I agree. It's funny. I don't know if I just said it. I, I was so happy when you said that about Barbara Road because I think I just said that. Like, well, I was just talking to somebody. It might have been off air. I hope it was on air because I said the same thing. If you watch the race, I mean, I don't understand a five to two and a ten to one yeah. being that far difference when it wasn't that different of a race. Like, it, I get it. The the, the record um, with Mo Donegal. And, you know, Barbara Rhodes, not, you know, not a big winner, um, you know, but my eyes don't lie. And I saw what I saw and, you know, and, and you're absolutely right. It's interesting. The nest angle also, because I felt like, you know, obviously ownership groups aren't going to play games with, you know, Pletcher having two horses, but he does have a closer and, and, you know, you might as well be near the speed with the other horse. I mean, I don't think, as far off, I might be pushed a little bit faster than usual, you know, tactically. Yeah. So we, the people, a very unproven horse caught a sealed track and beat, you know, beat golden glider. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so golden glider, I give no shot to at all. Um, and Mo Donegal is getting a ton of credit off that wood effort where he beat the Preakness winner. Okay. So mm -hmm. I understand that. And he also has some good two-year-old form. But when he went down to the Holy Bull, I think it was the Holy Bull, uh, he got blitzed. He got beat soundly. Mm -hmm. And in the Derby, despite the great pace setup, he didn't outrun Barbara Road. I mean, and Barbara mm -hmm. Road is, gosh, I mean, you got to love these, you know, long shot connections, John Ortiz, race days, the sire. I don't know what they paid for him, 7500 bucks. I mean, you know, you got then you got the million dollar horse flight line running earlier today. You know, but it, it's just I love the rooted for the small connections on Barber Road. Uh, Rosario uh, gets up, might have him a little closer to the pace today. Only eight horses in the field. Everyone's going to get whatever trip they want. There's no no concern about trips. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I don't know which one to bet out of the three, five, and eight. A lot of that will be the tote board. But if you can beat the one, four, and six, and it's not that hard to beat them. I'll be honest. Uh, you can get, a, I think, a pretty good, uh, you know, connection in your serial wager. A uh, creative minister really impressed me. I mean, the big knock on creative minister would be that he's making his third start in five weeks and very, you know, didn't even start till his three-year-old year. That's a lot of racing in a short amount of time. Um, you know, so that might be the one little negative on him. But I think Barbara Barbara Rhodes hard trying. That horse is going to run all the way to the wire. And, um, you know, so, yeah, another interesting angle on Barbara Road that we just um, were told is, uh, and this might make you feel even better, blinkers off Ortiz is like 23% with that move. Yeah, on my PPs, it was 38%. Oh, it was 38. Wow. Yeah, I mean, every P, it depends on the sample size, but, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's a great move. Uh, and it tells me the horse might be doing pretty well. You typically take blinkers off when you think your horse is maturing and doesn't need them anymore. So I, I think it's a sign of confidence to take the blinkers off and let the horse see what's going on and may, maybe be able to respond a little bit better. Um, yeah, so Barbara Road is my pick. I would say Nest. I mean, it'd be great to get a Barbara Road Nest Exacta, and it, it's not impossible. Absolutely. Well, there it is. 
he just summed everything up for us and uh absolutely that was fantastic actually it was funny because he like did exactly what we usually go and do he did it all um so no that's great and and i love it i love the long shot play i like the play i do I, i like it a lot yeah and um no fantastic so Jeff, once again, um, if you want to tell everybody where they can get all your information, um, and I'll say it again, he's got a system. And I know everybody, I have a system, but he really does. And you can see it, plugs in numbers and everything like that. Uh, if you want to tell people quickly about it, if I didn't do it justice, which i sure I didn't, I don't do much justice, and tell them where they can find you. Okay, the website is uh, chartinghorsevalue.com. You can subscribe monthly. Um I run my charts for every thoroughbred track in America every day. So you really get a bargain. You can really search for uh, value. That's why I call it side charting or value. And it just as an example in the Belmont, the two value horses are Barbara road and nest. They have the highest value. Okay. So based on the morning line, based on what I think their probability of winning. So what my site does is it basically will calculate uh, the probability of every horse winning the race, convert that into a fair odds line, and then compare that to the morning line. Now, it's better, obviously, to compare it to post-time odds if you if you can do that. But when you're betting serial wagers, that's tricky. So anyway, I compare it to the morning line. I give you value. Um, that's what the site does. For this Belmont, what you got to realize is it's 12 furlongs. None of these horses really want to go that far and we'll see who can stay and go that 12, go that full 12 furlongs. But uh, yeah, that's how it works. Interestingly, there's a 12 furlong race earlier in the day mm-hmm. with one of my favorite horses running Lone Rock. That horse loves 12 furlongs. Oh, exactly. that horse is yeah. the, the best in the, you know, listen, we have Tis a Magician out here and <laughs> if it wasn't for Lone Rock, we'd be the marathoner. And it's like, when's Lone Rock going to stop? Oh yeah, no, Lone I mean, Rock. Lone Rock Last year, he won this race to Brooklyn. No one talks about it. It was arguably the greatest single race performance of the year. He ran the 12 furlongs in 228. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ran the final quarter in twelve se- in uh, 24 seconds. Yeah, I know. Uh, we were behind him with Tis a Magician. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, 12 furlongs is a very unique distance. And, um, you know, it's just... Just enjoy the race. This is a weak field. This is probably the weakest Belmont I've ever seen. Um, and may, I mean, that may be a little hyperbole, but I haven't seen a weaker Belmont in, in certainly a while. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. got to be at least a top five out of the last 20 years. Like, let's just say that it's because like there's that. probably one I'm not thinking of that I'm like, oh, yeah, right. somebody somebody's going to make a comment. Be like, what about 2006 when, you know, no horse came back to win ever? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, I'll get, we'll get that, Jeff. Don't worry about it. Oh, I know. I know. That, like, wow horse. Everybody's, I mean, of course, everybody's like, can Rich Strike do it? Can he? Um, but there's uh, there's not like that, wow, everybody's like really eyeing this race yeah. anymore. Yeah, but we'll see. Maybe maybe we'll be totally wrong and they come back and, you know, one of these horses win the classic. I doubt it. But uh, No way. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that bet too, yeah. Now, one of the things about Rich Strike, and, and I didn't bet on him, okay? Uh, I did bet on the horse that beat him in turf white. Uh, I did like that horse, and that horse ran like ninth or something. But Rich Strike was going dirt to turf, okay? And horses sometimes explode going dirt to turf. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, poly to dirt. I'm saying the wrong things. Poly to dirt. Mm-hmm. 
And Tawny Port, like in the Lexington, did the same thing with Polly to Dirt and exploded. So that's what I think Rich Strike kind of did. Plus, he got the perfect trip. Plus, he got the hot pace. I think he's going to bounce huge. I think it's a major bounce coming for Rich Strike. Uh, I love. I think congratulations to the connections, but they're not. It's not going to happen here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So yeah. So thank you. Jeff, so yeah, much. Um, check him out, definitely, if you're interested in, and everybody is, uh, you know, systems and, 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 you know, all those numbers, like I said, he does it for you. So so let him do it, you know, and, and make, make some money. And I like the value. We all want value. That's all we want. Yeah. And, you know, we get it all the time. Like, you know, stop with the chalk. We want value. We want va- yeah. People will respect you more when you pick a horse that's like 10 to 1 and it runs second. And if you pick a two-to-one shot, that wins. That's just what it is. It, I mean, because it's great. You gave me a two-to-one shot. Thanks. You know, like we want yeah. we want that ten to one shot. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And we got bonus. We got bonus coverage with the uh, the twelve furlong race. Love it. Love it. Uh, <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm not afraid to pick the chalk. The oh, charts. No, sometimes you have to. You got it. And the charts will help you. Um, the charts will help you pick the chalk. You know, they'll tell you when the chalk is super strong and when the chalk is 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 beatable. The mm-hmm. charts, my charts, do that. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's a good tool, and that's what I call it. yeah. Make sure you check yeah. it out. Charting horse value. Thank you so much, Jeff. Well, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Good luck yeah. this weekend. Be safe. Thank you so much. See you later. I love your hat. Thank you. Okay, yours too. Bye bye. <laughs> All right, and now we have the bestest guestess of the sh- of the show, and of course, I would have to say the most beautiful guest we have on our show. And you've seen her before; we had her on the Preakness show recently. But this is Wendy Oriel coming in. Great picks she gave out for the Preakness. So let's see if we can hear some hot picks again for the Belmont. All right. So really, I was looking it over, and I was looking at the favorite, who is it's the We the People, right? Yeah, two yeah. one We the People. Well, we the people got beat by one of the other horses in the field, and he kind of got beat by a lot. So I'm going to have to fade we the people. Um, I think that he got lucky with a sealed track in a grade three. And, um, you know, he ran his G1, and he didn't do so well. So I was looking at it, and I was looking over the Belmont, and – uh, from the past few years, and with a couple of exceptions, obviously Justify and a few others, but for the most part, it favors late pace. You can't really go wire to wire and win. It's not it's not too common. Um, so, you know, with that said, I was looking at it, and I think it's time for one horse's time to shine, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I think Barbara Road is going to win the Belmont. <laughs> Yep, I will. You'll see. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, Barbara Road is. I mean, if you if you look at it, I mean, he beat We the People by what twelve lengths in the Arkansas. Yeah. And he has, and then he only lost by Mo. You know, in the in the Kentucky Derby, I, he was only what one length behind Mo Donegal. One and, length and an outside trip. And he had the outside trip. And I think he had a worse trip than Mo Donegal. Yeah, that's the thing. Now he's got Joel Rosario on him, who's a much better jockey than Ray Lou Gutierrez. And if you look at all of his races, you can he he didn't lose by a lot. And you can you can reasonably wager the fact that if he just had a little bit more length, he would win. And the Belmont's gonna give him that length that he needs. And 
you know, with We the People, I don't think he's really there. And I don't know, maybe I'm just soured by last year when Flavie and Pratt really screwed up the Belmont for Hot Rod Charlie. So I, I don't think that he's he's going to get anywhere. And with Mo Donegal, I think he's good. But I don't think that this is his race. So I think that my – well, for my pick, I'm going with Barbara Road. And I think for second, I think it could be Mo Donegal. I think Rich Strike has a shot there. I think he could do second. And so I would – but I'm going to put Barbara Road in first. All right. Barbara Road. Seems like a hot pick going on. Um, oh, really? I thought yeah. I was going to be the only one. No, you're definitely not. <laughs> oh, darn it. It's a good pick, but morning line, though, 10 well, to 1. I don't think it's going to drop a lot. I think you're still going to see some good value come yeah. post-time uh, on Barbara Rose. And there is some angles here um, that, you know, we, we've said it a couple times, we'll say it to you, Wendy. Um, blinkers off with his trainers, a big thing. Um, wins at a great pace, takes the blinkers off. Smart move here. Uh, and no, I like the horse. And I, I, my big thing is, and I, and I, and I probably say this after and everything like that, but if Mo Donegal's five to two, how is that horse 10 to one? I don't, I don't get it. They ran the same yeah. derby race. They were, same. let's just say, let's give them the same number in the derby. The only thing Barbara road, I, you don't see the Barbara road really likes, likes to win. It just might have bad breaks. That'd be the only thing to maybe put his odds a little bit above, but I mean, a length off in your in your nine points ahead, basically, that yeah. makes sense. that makes no sense to me. And, and, a, and that's a value thing. That's a value yeah. thing to me. Mm -hmm. If he was three to one, I'd probably be like, yeah, okay, I'd look elsewhere. And I'd just say that we the people. The only thing with we the people is could get loose. And you're right, they don't go gate to wire. But um, you know, thirteen of the last fifteen races were won by horses that were four and a half behind at the half mile. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Don't go to lead, but got to be around. And that's yeah. the thing. There's no speed here besides that. So who's going to be right. around? You want late pace. You want late pace in the Belmont. Uh, well, late pace, race. but you don't want deep closers because they, they're too far behind. That's and true. That's, that's true. That's you want to stay in here. But with an eight-horse field, I don't know how much you have to worry about that. Uh, well, maybe yeah, there's no other speed either. Like yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. like Barbara Road could sit third here. It wouldn't really shock me if they send Barbara Road. Like a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I, with Barbara Road, he tends to not break super late, but he does. I think he stays about mid pack. That seems to be his MO. So I think that that's a, a really, that's a huge value bet. 10 to 1. It's probably going to go up too. And if this is the other thing, don't you see a little bit of rich strike in Barbara Road? He was also a cheap purchase. You could have bought him in a maiden claimer for $30,000. He got into the Derby with some lackluster races he never i don't think he's ever won a graded stakes so maybe this is now his time to shine mm -hmm. um so i i see a lot of rich strike in him and so i think that we might be able to see that and aren't we all just going to be kicking ourselves for not claiming him for thirty thousand dollars right, so, right? <laughs> sure there's a Another lot of people horse. that are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> well yeah there's a few of them out there <laughs> that I've got them. That's why you never know. I know. Claim is special. Yeah, I know. And that's always the thing as an owner. It's just like, should I have claimed this horse? And whenever you're looking at a horse, like there's a horse that I'm looking to claim on Saturday and I'm on the fence about her. And I just want to be like, well, you know, she could be the next 
big thing. And especially with girls, because girls tend to develop a little later than boys. Boys, if they don't show promise by the time they're three, they're probably, they probably won't. But with girls, you never know. Yeah, they're late bloomers a lot of times. They grow into themselves and they're a little yeah. when they're younger. Um, you know, it's funny. Yeah, you know what? You know what would be worse than looking back and not buying like a rich strike? Losing the shake to a like you imagine being that person. I don't know when he did, but like if that happened, there was no other claim in the box. No, I know, but imagine if you did, like imagine those people that lose the shake on like a horse that goes and like wins something. Does something exceptional. Yeah. I would bet on that horse my whole life because I know it would win. I know. And that and that's just how it is as an owner. It's losing the shake or, you know, being outbid in an auction. And, you know, you kind of have to just think about it. It wasn't meant to be because you will lose millions in this game if you just try and always get that horse. You know, you can't have them all. They're like stocks you, or, you know, crypto. You just can't have them all. Yeah. And so that's just kind of the moral of the story. But the problem is, is that there's going to be a lot of owners that are going to go broke because they're going to be thinking, oh, well, this could be the next rich, rich strike. And it's like, yeah, maybe one in every 20,000 horses, you're going to get that claim. But for the most part, you're just going to be lucky to break even. And I, I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself. I'm happy to just break even as an owner. And I, I don't want to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, right. it's like when you go, I tell people that don't own horses, it's like, and they gamble. I like, it's like when you go to the track all day and even if you lose, like say you lose a hundred dollars, just easy number, lose a hundred dollars in the second race. And somehow you win 80 back by the end of the, the thing. You think you won and you lost $20 because yeah. you lost a lot more and you had a good day in mm -hmm. the track. It's like going to horse. You have a yeah. good, you own a, you had a shot. You were in the game and you get your money back. Are you kidding me? If you bought a thousand you know, scratch off lottery tickets and you're like, oh, wow, I wasted a thousand dollars and you make a thousand at the end of it. You'd be like, oh, OK, cool. If you have fun scratching lottery true. tickets. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a funny thing with horse racing or this was something I was explaining to someone the other day with a favorite. You have between a 30 and 50 percent chance of them winning. Well, 25 to 50 percent. Let's just take the low end of that 25%. Can you imagine if there was a 25% chance that every time you played a slot machine, you were going to win money? There would be wait lists to get into the, uh, to Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's like 0. Yeah. 0.025. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. And people don't look at it like that. They want that instant action. And same thing, play a slot machine yeah. for an hour and you win your money back. You had a shot to win that jackpot and you got your money back. <laughs> That's a win. That's a you win. got some free drinks Walk along the way. Right. Hell yeah, chalk it up. Doesn't win, yeah. All right, Wendy. Right. So Wendy, big on Barbara Road. Barbara Road with uh, Mo Donegal and Rich Strike. Rich Strike, you think will be around? All right. I yeah. think Rich Strike will do well. I don't think he's going to win, but and I'm also oh I forgot to mention I'm not even going to consider the horses that ran in the Preakness because that takes a lot out of a horse, even a really good one. And so I, I really am not considering Creative Minister to win or Skippy Longstockings. I think that they need some time off. Um, so I, I'm just fading them. And then the the rest of the field, um, you know, it's just, I, I really think those are going to be the top three. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right, Wendy, thank That's you it. so much. Always a pleasure. We'll see you this weekend. See you then. All right. Thank yeah. you. Well, that was fun. We had fun. some of the best this guest this is ever right there, guys. You, you kind of missed out there, but um, but we have you here now. So we're going to go over, and I know everybody waited for this. I mean, they waited for my pick. Yeah. Um, so I'll save mine for last. So when you skip really? forward, 
Um, you know what we'll do? We'll put Tom in the middle so they don't skip right away. And that's oh, what we'll do. Yeah, okay. Trick our eyes. All right. No, but so let's start. Um, how should we do? Who wants to go first and talk about the Belmont and ask you guys the same thing? We're going to talk about the same thing, how you think the race is going to break down and who you're playing. We'll be quicker than everybody else because we have to be. We're running out of time now. So, um, Tom, would you like to start? Well, if you don't think people are going to skip over my picks, um, absolutely. Thank you, Randy. Honored to be here. Uh, let me tell you about a horse. Might be a sexy pick, might not be. Hear a lot of chatter about it, but that's not why I'm picking it. I look at the Belmont, and we're seeing we're seeing horses that have never gone this distance. And when I, I dig, I dig into pedigrees. You all know how I freaking just just love going to, going up and down a family tree. I'm starting with a horse called Nest. I'm not picking her because she's a filly like everybody else. We're going a mile and a half. I, I, I'm tossing some of the speed here, and I look for Stadima. Uh, the pedigree on Nest dictates that she's she can go this distance. Curlin, I, I don't know. You guys may, may saw Curlin lost by a head here a couple years back. Uh, and Curlin babies do make good routers. Um, AP Indy is also in Nest bloodline. She lost the Kentucky Oaks, of course, but... I love that stretch run. Uh, she clearly, clearly, she really wanted more distance. And I think she, and she's going to get it uh, here, obviously, at the Graveyard of Champions. Um, so I'm definitely playing Nest on my ticket. Another horse that I like is, is the morning line favorite, probably will be will be the, the betting favorite uh, come post time is Mo Donegal. I mean, be early voting, a lot of, lot of people like that horse, and Skippy Longstocking. Also, that being a horse called Life is great. Um, lost the Holy Bull, but I really like the, the the performance in the Holy Bull. Came out to a slow start, but Irad knows what he needs to do. Irad is a he knows this track better than anybody. Um, he's gonna wait, and he's 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 gonna he's gonna he's gonna pick his position with this horse. Um, we all know the Belmont's not kind to closers. I think if Mo Donegal can get up in the in the forefront, uh, it, it, Irad will have it stick, stick him around. Uh, another horse who has a great stamina pedigree with Tabasco Cat. Um, and this horse has shown that he can go over a mile, as he did in the wood and the Remsen. Uh, and I'm going to finish out my trifecta here with a horse that I don't know if you have it again, Randy, but both you and I liked at the Preakness called Creative Minister. I uh, liked him then. I like him again now. Um, I think a lot of people forget this horse has been running great, and he's also – running exactly at the triple crown races because he was off the uh undercar on derby day um i think if he, he can go out with that we the people uh ready to pounce i don't believe in we the people uh i think a, a lot of people are going to uh but i think creative minister can pounce right when when uh, we the people slips up uh and again another horse that i liked i liked how he finished the preakness granted of course he did not win but he did not give up he, he showed he wanted more distance he's a stalker uh, and that's he's going to save ground exactly like he did in the in the Preakness. Um, and we're talking about pedigrees. I have to say, man, tap it, tap it, tap it, tap it. Sired four Belmont winners. Uh, Creative Minister has tapped it in his bloodline. Uh, McPee, I McPee knows what he's doing. Uh, so I, I'm going with Creative Minister, Modani and Nest is my trifecta. All right. Um, all I'll say to that is the Graveyard of Champions is Saratoga. Right state, wrong track, Tom. But um, I get what you're saying. You know, a lot of triple crown uh, people. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. 
It's it, you know what it's it's a it's a sad day for me because this is the day when um when Smarty Jones lost his this is the anniversary of when Smarty Jones lost his, his triple crown uh race at Belmont. Yeah. Imagine if he had a good field. Uh oh my <laughs> lord. Anyway. Here we go. All right. So Tom is having he has the three nest, the six modonagal, and the five creative ministers. So three, five, six for Tom. AJ. Well, um, I've got three horses as well. And Tom talked about, I think all, all of them. Um, the five creative minister at six to one. The fact that this horse has been on the Derby trail, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the triple crown trail the entire time. And I would like you to find another horse who has ran a better speed figure than this horse. Ran on Derby Day, ran the Preakness, got third in the Preakness, and continues to look like he wants longer. Creative Minister is my win bet. He is going to be on every single ticket I play. Uh, he's better than Rich Strike. I'm sorry. At seven to two, I would rather play Creative Minister at six to one. Uh, okay. Creative Minister, the best horse in this race. Um, I am going to play the hometown boy, though, Mo Donegal, um, who has ran at Aqueduct, broke its maiden here at Belmont, a horse who is continuing to improve the Wood Memorial winner, five to two. Um, I, I do, do you get five to two? Uh, on this horse, because I think a lot of people are going to be on Rich Strike. Um, and a lot of people are going to look at this horse and think, like, I mean, he has run the second best speed figure in this field. Mill Donegal at 5-2. to two. Uh, If he wins with Irad Ortiz and Todd Pletcher, which just for two seconds, listen to that combo and tell me I'm wrong. They've won a couple together. Yeah, they, they're okay. I mean, they do. They yeah. they do okay. Yeah, yeah that Pletcher um, guy's down places. Yeah, you know, Todd and I read. I mean, they're they're, they're all right. Uh, second best uh, speed figure in this field that would be at the Wood Memorial at Aqueduct. Uh, it's mostly been a New York horse. Broke its uh, maiden here at Belmont. Modonagal uh, five to two, definitely on every ticket I play. And then I did go with We the People, uh, strictly because I mean, you're talking about a horse who came from Oakland, uh, I can throw out the Arkansas Derby. You know, everyone gets one, right? And then other than that, it has won every single race it's ran by five or more lengths besides the Arkansas Derby. Ooh, the Peter Pan. <laughs> what am I, 10, 10, 10 plus lengths? Won its first two races by five or more. I mean, I get it's two to one. It's not the sexy pick. I don't even think you're going to get two to one. I don't think a lot of people are going to like this horse. But then came up, up here to Belmont, um, ran a 117 time form figure, which is third best in this race, I believe. Uh, we the people is no slouch. I mean, you get Slavin Pratt on board. He's riding a brissette horse. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I'll throw out the 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 two times ago when it ran at the Arkansas Derby, strictly because it's Arkansas Derby. Uh, that's where the best of the best go. Came back, won the Peter Pan by 10 lengths. Here at this track, 
All right. Um, so I'm going one, five, six. One, five, six. All right. Sarah, what do you got? Uh, oh, straight to me. All right. Um, well, I'm with both Tom and AJ with Creative Minister. I don't really know much more to say about this horse. I was on him too in the Preakness. Um, and like both Tom and AJ have alluded to, he's basically been on the Triple Crown Trail running in the other card on Derby Day, the Preakness. And have just improved a lot with each race. So stretching out is something I think he's going to take to quite nicely. Um, O'Donagal, of course, I'm taking the homer. Like like AJ mentioned, he broke his, his maiden here at Belmont. Looking really, really nice. And then I kind of went back and forth between a, a couple horses. But I ended up landing on Barber Road here. The, the biggest thing that really struck out to me with Barber Road is he improves really nicely each time he goes out this time they're taking the blinkers off so that could say a few things and and maybe it's that he has matured a lot um we got rosario board this time too which so help. be a really nice upgrade here to have you all aboard um but i do like him 10 to 1 i'm definitely going to take him as my my price play here so for me i did the three horses the six uh, or five creative minister six modonagal and the eight barber road all right. All right. So, all right, guys, let me go. And I'm going to tell you a couple things right here. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a couple things about these horses that I actually like. And, and with, I like the five. I'll start with that. I do like creative minister. Big problem though. I have a big problem here and we all know that. And no one really mentioned it. The fact of what's always happens when a horse goes for the triple, what's the hardest part about getting the triple crown? The Belmont. No, no, not, not the hardest. What's the hardest part? The, it's the, the Belmont distance. because it's not because it's a hard track. It's not because it's, it's it's the easiest race, really. Distance. It's because you run three times in five weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Guess who did the only horse that did that? Creative Minister. So we have to take that into effect. Sure. Because that usually is what California Chrome, you know what I mean? I could name a bunch of them. Smarty Jones, right? When you okay. have to do that. Yeah, but but if your ownership, if your connections are saying now, because you've run on Derby Day, you've run on Preakness Day, and they still think you can win the Belmont? Dude, you, you don't think you don't think there's time come on hundred years of of the, the five that's the hardest I thing don't in the know ground is running three times. And of I course they want to. There are a bunch of rich guys that just want to run in the Belmont, but they think they have a shot. But I'm saying he's got the most grueling okay. Thing. So you got to look at that. You do. It's smarter than 100 years of facts. Okay. And, and um, part of why I actually like him is because he's doing it old school. And, and I, I kind of have a little set. Oh, yeah, you kind of have, yeah that's my favorite part about this. Yeah, no, you both that he's doing him, but it's definitely it's the hardest thing to do. And he's the only one trying right. to do it. So with that being said, I do like the horse. If he runs his race, I think he can win. Just I'm just the only thing that worries me. Is he's okay. more tired than any of that, and yeah. that's it. Um, he's had the most grueling schedule. I think that's a, a big valid point there. Well, yeah, it's like I said, yeah. 150 years. It actually ago. makes I mean, me like him more, actually, yeah, than I mean, anybody we, else. Yeah, we can like him more, but it's still gonna. It takes away from well, if yeah. he was fresh right. okay. and he had these numbers. I get it. Okay, I get it. Yeah, he'd probably be two to one. Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, so yeah, so Barber Road also. I'm gonna go with Barber Road. I'm gonna tell you why I'm Barber Road. I don't know if Barber Road like really likes to win. I, I'm not sure yet. But if and this is the only reason, if you're betting Modonical, how are you not betting Barber Road, who was wider? And we talked about this a little earlier, wider and was a length off, and they both came home the same in the Kentucky Derby. 
So Mo Donald's at five to two, and Barbara Rose at ten to one. And also, like we we mentioned before, the with everybody mentioned that was on the blinkers angle with Ortiz is at like well. Jeff had it at 38%, 38%. And I guess the smaller sample size was like over 20 some percent when he takes the blinkers off. That means his horse has gotten older. It's gotten better. Take the blinkers off though. And I think he's going to be more forwardly placed than anybody thinks. So I have to play that horse there. Um, we, the people, I think is everybody's crazy if they don't play this horse, because he could just get loose and might be a muddy track. That's fine. Um, he could just get loose here. Like we've never seen before. And don't forget, Flavian Pratt, who did he run on last year, guys? And what kind of race did he run? He was on Hot Rod Charlie. Yep. And guess what? If he does the same thing with this horse. And also, remember, the one post in the Belmont has won nine more times than any other post. So it's not a bad place to be, even though he could pick his spot. He's the only one that didn't need the one post. Um, but you have to include him. You have to. I'm not crazy about the horse, but you just have to because he's going to be out. And the horse chasing him. I'm just telling you it's not going to pick the horse. I'm telling you it's going to be Nest. I think Fletcher's going to send Nest out. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's, you know, Nest I mean, he's got two in. He's got a deep closer. Deep closers never win the Belmont. But they don't most of the time. He's got a deep closer. You're going to have to chase a pace. Rich Strike is not going to get that speed dual burner up front, so I'm throwing him out. He's not going to get it. Yeah. My, uh, my only thing about Nest is, and I get it, like, you know, the first Belmont winner was a Philly, right? And so now we're here back at the like three of one before. And I don't think this is the caliber horse that the other ones were. Well, um, I mean, you don't, you don't and, know. I yet. mean, it's, well, it's already well, lost to, to a couple of these horses. It's been at Belmont before, I believe. Well, um, I mean, Rags to Riches was a very good horse. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Right. But, but I mean, do you, you know, I mean, it wasn't like everybody walked in and thought Rags to Riches. I mean, if you like Nest, Mo Donegal is better. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, no, I agree. Um, I don't I mean I'm it's not playing this. I'm saying yeah. oh, so. Okay. Mo is going to get pressed. I think he's going to press. I think. I mean, uh, yeah. I think Nest is going to press. Somebody's got to press the lead. Nest, Nest yeah. is definitely going to press. But there's going to be a big gap, and somebody can sit second. I think they're going to yeah. send the Philly out to try to pick up the pieces. And tactically, she's one of the best yeah. in this race. I have to say that. I get it. But I'm yeah. not going to play her. I don't think she's strong enough. I don't um, – we'll see. I'm not going to play her. but So I'm just going to really go – I mean, I'm going to go 5-8 heavy and hope for the 5. Like I said, if he's not tired, I like him a lot. And I'm going to play the 1. So I'm going to play 1-5-8, really. But I would – I'm just going to do the 8 as my long shot play. I'm going to throw Rich Strike out. Skippy yeah. Long going to throw out. Golden Glider I'm going to throw out. And Mo Donegal I would play, but I think Mo Donegal is going to be dead, dead chalk. Yeah, I'm going. I mean, let's let's just like like the, yeah. the I'm going to play the win bet on the eight just just because um, I like. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to play yeah. one five eight. I'm going to throw out Rich Strike, um, but you know, I'm going to play it all sorts of different ways. But yeah, that's that's my three favorites. I hate giving enough three horses in one thing, but I'm going to give me the eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So to recap: Randy's one five eight. Tom is three five six. AJ's one five six, and I am five six. Eight. So we're all not that far off of each other. I will not go less than three deep on any of my pick tickets. You can't. You can't. You can't here. Yeah. You can't. I mean, I'm with you. I I, I will play a small win bet on Barbara Road. I will. Yeah. Especially exactly. ten to one. Well, well, it it depends on what he goes off at. Like. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm yeah, I, I get yeah. two to one. I, two to one. I wouldn't even pick him. 
under under double digits, I'm not I'm not touching it. No, yeah. but ten to might one be fun to sure. put in the superfecta. Yeah, 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 and I and I think you know I think Nets could make a little price and be on the board there too, like third or something. As I how I let off my picks exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. That's it. That's all. Final the final leg of the triple crown. That's right. Got through it. So hopefully it's the final show of the triple clowns uh, ever. Like we should, <laughs> we should probably stop this for all time. Just be done now. All right, you guys yeah. are welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. And I you're own welcome. this track. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Yeah. See you later. <laughs>